0: You are Locked On Tigers, your daily Detroit Tigers podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. What is up, everybody? We are back here for another edition of Locked On Tigers. I am, of course, your host, Scott Bentley. This episode is brought to you by Spotify Greenroom. Download the app and join one of our locked on rooms all right uh tigers drop this one 2 to 3 to the minnesota twins which sadly very very sadly means that your detroit tigers will not be going 500 this year for a fifth consecutive season 2017 98 losses 2018 98 losses 2019 114 losses 2020 34 losses 34 or 35 losses I think if I remember correctly uh and now this year where we will at least finish with 82 losses um I still aesthetically 80 wins would be dope you know, just to say we hey, this is an eighty win team. You know, like when you're when you're like shooting the the, the crap with with your buddies, um and, and in the preseason and in spring training, and you're like, Oh yeah, like let's go through like how many wins we think like these teams will hit and you look at like I don't know, like historically like the Phillies, and you're like that's an eighty win team. Or like Cleveland. Like, eh, I don't know. It's about an 80-win team. Detroit Tigers. 80 win team. I still have hope. Still have hope. And all we got in this world is hope, baby. Um, you guys have been been firing away some really cool segment ideas. Uh, I've gotten gotten some, some really, really great ones and, and if I if and when I use some of them, uh, I'll be sure to give the the origin of them uh, credit. Because I think that that's important and really cool, but we got a game to talk about—a uh, a game that would make the Tigers go 75 and 82 on the season, a two-to-three loss at the hand of the Minnesota Twins. But I'll tell you what, AJ's boys don't quit, baby. They really don't. This team fights and claws, man, and, and that's—I think that's one of the most encouraging parts of this season. Obviously just the win total in general is a massive massive step in the right direction and a massive boat of of confidence and and reassurance and a, a whole other bunch of adjectives that that in, into this fan base, okay? But I think one of the most important things is this like fight that we see. This inability to 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 quit and roll over and lay down because there is a massive difference between... And again, I know the win and loss totals are, are drastically different. Okay, I, I, I get that. But the 2019 team rolled over. We lose 8, 9, 10 in a row. Just get rolled over. No intention of doing anything differently. Yeah. Whereas... This team, it, it doesn't matter if they're down 10 going into the 8th. It doesn't matter anything. This team's going to give you everything they got until the final out. And that is absolutely awesome. You absolutely love to see it. This coaching staff deserves so much credit. These players deserve so much credit. Robbie Grossman deserves a ton of credit. Being uh, A, just one of the best hitters on the team and, and having a career season at the plate. But... By like any and all accounts, man, if you if you talk to, to literally anyone and ask them about or listen to interviews post-game and, and, and just listen to, to the way these, these other guys in the clubhouse, especially the young guys, talk about Robbie Grossman, it's just he's very clear, clearly one of the, the leaders and one of the examples of professionalism and stuff like that that makes winning so... So so important, um, and I I I just I want to give everybody a hug. <laughs> I want to give everybody in that clubhouse a hug, man. What a what a fantastic, fantastic season! And we'll do like an episode dedicated to the season and stuff after after the final game. But um, just just so cool, and I, and I know we all wanted five hundred, and it would have been a really cool thing, but. Even even if we lose out, seventy-five wins for this team coming into the year looks bleak. I had this team, I'll I'll be I mean, I don't I don't I, I get paid to talk about sports for a living. I'm gonna be wrong quite a bit. Okay, that's just the nature of the business that I that I decided I wanted to be a part of, right? In the field I wanted to go into. I had this team losing ninety-eight games. I I might have had them losing a hundred. I would have to go back and look. I would have to look. There's somewhere. There's a graphic made by the wonderful Nate Temple. Uh, I'm gonna continue to shout that kid out every single chance I get until he is uh, until he is big time because he deserves it. Kid's incredibly talented. Follow him on Twitter. Uh, he makes the graphics for this show. Just a all around amazing human being as well. Besides the Packers fandom, um, but just. Just, just, I, I'm pretty sure I had them losing a Hundo. i I might have had them losing 101. To be honest with you, I'm trying to think. Uh, there's a graphic somewhere I can go grab it. I, I had them losing somewhere between 97 and 101 games. I know it was somewhere around there for a fact. I don't. I know in my head. I remember being like, Oh, do I want to give us another 100 loss season and everyone get mad at me, or do I want to be a, like a little optimistic and just say we finish in the mid-high 90s, but it was somewhere between those like four win totals or loss totals, and just the 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 turnaround after May 8th, right? The first month and a half, we're like, geez, here we go again, man. This is unbelievable. Everybody stinks. Nobody's good. We're in for another 100-something loss season. And the roster, that the, I, I don't want to knock the players because they deserve so much credit, truly. But what this coaching staff has done with this lineup is remarkable. And this pitching staff is remarkable. This coaching staff, A.J. Hinch and Chris Fetter, deserve... Uh, George Lombard. this staff just deserves so much credit. It just means so much, man. It means so much to, to me, and I'm sure it does to you. And For the last five years, we have had to deal with a, a, a team that didn't even want to win, like didn't even care. And now we finally have a team that is trying to win at a bare minimum, which is, again, something we have not had in literally half a decade. It means so much to me, man. We'll never take that that for granted again. (laughs) Unbelievable. I graduated high school in 2016. Graduated high school in the spring of 2016. My entire adult life, I have only seen horrible Tigers product until this season obviously. As an adult, literally since since my sense my my adulthood started, just badness. And I I was I, I meant to talk about the offense in this first segment, but I went on, I'm I'm on a tangent clearly. This season just means so much to, to this city, man. A glimmer of hope in a in a sports town that has not had a glimmer of hope between its sports teams in a very, very long time. And going into this offseason, I have not been this excited for a Tigers offseason probably since we signed... Like Upton and Zimmerman, which is kind of sad because of how those contracts ended up working out. Mark Lowe. Kind of sad that that's the last time I I was looking forward to an offseason, but I'm so excited and I hope the CBA doesn't screw stuff up. I'm sure that'll be talked about plenty this offseason. season. All right, let's get into this actual game because I'm done being emotional and mopey about how how uh, how much I love this team. Um, never stopped, but but it's nice to it's it's nice to go from a very one-way love to a to a sense of of mutual love. You know what I'm saying? You get it. You're a fan too. You you get it. All right, let's get into our first break. And then we will get into this actual game because there actually was quite a bit to talk about here um, in this in this loss to the Twins and, and some people I want to highlight first though. Got to talk to everybody about Spotify Green Room. This episode is brought to you by Spotify Green Room, the first social audio platform made for sports fans. The app is free to download, and once you're in, you can talk with fans, athletes, insiders in real time. ...about your favorite team or sport. Room is the perfect place to start to join conversations about the league. You'll find fans just like us, just like you, on Green Room ...for watch parties, debates, post-game breakdown... ...and, of course, reacting to big news and rumors. Go download the free Green Room app now... ...currently available on all iOS devices. Be sure to create a profile, link your Twitter, join the NFL, MLB, NHL... ...whatever group for the latest league updates. I know you'll find a ton of incredible rooms... And your favorite teams and leagues. I can't wait to join you all on the app. I'll be sure to be there. Hopefully we can get that rocking in the offseason. So download the Green Room app today. Green Room is changing the way that we talk sports. And, of course, we got to talk about BetOnline.ag. We're back and better than ever. All eyes are on the gridiron as teams are back on to start another football season. As always, BetOnline is your number one spot for pro and college football action this season with new updated site and interface Even more odds, props, and contests for BetOnline.ag continues to be the number one source for everything football. Head to the website or use your mobile device, sign up today, and receive your 100% welcome bonus. That's double your initial deposit just for signing up. Don't forget to use promo code NFL100. So from football, basketball, boxing, right to your favorite Vegas casino games, don't wait. Take advantage of all the amazing offers available for the 2021 season. BetOnline is the fastest and easiest way to bet on all your favorite sports. But you your online sportsbook experts. All right, y'all. Uh, let's get into this actual game. Okay? Two to three to the Twinkies. Um, the Twins are... This team is just horrible. I mean... I mean, like, I, I know they beat us today, and and I know our our roster is far from where we want it to be to be competitive again. But I mean, this team stinks, dude. This team is is not good, and and they're not like the the Orioles and Diamondbacks level of like horrible. Um. It also like maybe the Rockies, like the Ro- if the Rockies weren't like literally the had, had like the best record at home in like the history of sports. They they'd be in a hundred loss team too, but but they go like undefeated at Coors, so I guess not. So they're not like on the level of the Pirates, um, yeah, like like the Pirates, the the O's, and um, and the the Diamondbacks. They're not they're not that level of badness, but I mean they stink. Do not get mistaken. This this team stinks. Uh, they're they're gonna hit the ninety loss mark. They're bad. So. Let's uh it's just these are like this team is is still just so weird. We're in that weird spot where we're growing but we're not where we want to be yet at the same time, right? Obviously, we're not where we want to be yet. We we want to hold a hold a World Series trophy over our heads, but um we're we're in that weird just growing stage where where we're taking we're taking massive step forwards and we're way more of a competitive team, but we're not like we're, – we're playing way more competitive against the good teams, but we're not dominating the bad teams yet, right? Like that's – that's re- like if you look at a lot of playoff teams this year especially, but any year, right, the, the, the recipe for, for being a 90-plus win team – is just beating the hell out of sub five hundred teams, and then all then all you have to do is go like five hundred ish, right, against like actual good competitive like eighty five plus win teams, and, and you're in the postseason most more years than not. So so we're in that weird stage where we're playing way more competitive to to the good teams, but we have yet to uh, to necessarily beat up on on all the last place teams, and that is why people get frustrated uh, this season because, you know, we get swept by the Pirates, but then we win, you know, seven straight against playoff teams, and it's like, all right, dude, you know what I mean? So that's just the spot we're at. This offense was, uh, this was the epitome of a lot of people on, nobody in, right? And we've talked about it so often, so I'm not going to re- reopen that and and just repeat myself for a millionth time but but we we desperately we, we just need a fear bat okay we, we still just need a fear bat a guy that can guarantee dried some runs in all right so um but and then the ninth came along and and we do what we've done a lot of times in the ninth and a lot of times in the ninth against the twins oddly enough for as bad as the twins are um we, we this has been like one of our more competitive series on the year, like as far as like individual electricity of games. Like our twins games have been electric, man. So, um, Badu one for four with an RBI, a beauty. Uh, Scopy one for five with an RBI. Uh, both of those obviously in the ninth because uh, both of our runs. We, we were getting shut out in the first eight innings. So it's nice to see the top of the lineup get RBIs too. Those are supposed to be your best hitters. So it's nice to get the validation of of those guys driving in runs. Robbie Grossman, one for four with a walk and three strikeouts. Akil Badu with a walk, by the way, too. A fantastic at bat. One of my favorite uh, Akil Badu at bats of like the last couple of weeks. Really, really solid uh, walk that he drew. Robbie Grossman, one for four with three Ks. But gets the walk in there because he's Robbie Grossman. Uh, I don't, it, it's becoming more and more likely that this man is not going to uh, get a 2020 season. And that makes me very sad. He's two steals away, dog. Two steals in five games. I need it. Miggy, one for four. Jamer, 0 oh for three with a walk. Pretty solid at bats again. 801 OPS on the year. Uh, we're gonna skip Isak and save him for last. Eric Haas, two for four with a run scored and a strikeout. Why anyone throws this dude strikes is beyond me. Like more times than not, you you can get him to chase a high fastball or just pound sliders low and away. And like you're you're like he's gonna swing through all of them. He doesn't draw any walks, and he and he's going up there with intentions to hit but they threw him straight pitches in the zone and he took advantage of it. And and that's awesome. That's that's a great first step for development. Hitting fastballs in the strike zone and hitting them hard is very very important. And that next step hopefully will be what he takes next year where he can get a little bit more more passive, just a little bit. I love I love an aggressive hitter, but we need uh we need a little bit more more of a passive approach and and identifying especially sliders low and away man that's that's easily his his biggest uh weakness at the current moment dustin garneau 0 for 2 with a walk um solid solid game sure zach short 0 for 3 with a k uh, and then harold castro comes in to pinch hit in the ninth and goes 0 for 1 with a ground ball to second base 280 with a 657 ops harold castro 280 batting average. That is the highest batting average on the team. 657 OPS, which is the second lowest in the lineup today. Unbelievable. Unbelievable. Uh, also, highest batting average in the lineup today. Don't crucify me if someone has a higher batting average on the bench. Okay. So, offense, again, the the main thing is just the the honestly the inability to to drive runners in we we get them on base we've been getting on base all of the last month when i keep saying this we 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 have a a good thing going we have a lot more competitive at bats we get runners on base we run into the occasional double with a man on base or, or run into a homer every once in a blue moon it's improvement it's massive improvement a year and a half ago we weren't even getting people on base. So I will gladly take it. But uh the next step is to then drive those runners in, and that'll be a step that hopefully we can take uh this offseason with some with some signings. Okay, let's get into uh our final break and then the pitching and then get y'all out of here and uh enjoy your Wednesday. Oh did I say the date today? I don't think I did. Today is Wednesday, September 29th, 2021. I'm your host, Scott Bentley. There you go. There's your intro, 20 minutes into a show, okay? There's, there's your intro. Okay, Um. Who, who we got to talk about? Oh, our best friends. Our best friends over at Built Bar. Coconut, cherry, raspberry, mint, brownie, double chocolate, salted caramel, strawberry, orange, cookies and cream, German chocolate. My favorite flavor is, say it with me, Orange, good job, everyone. Uh, cookies and cream, also absolutely fantastic. But the crazy thing is, is that you can get a mixed box, which is two of each of the nine flavors. It is awesome, it is beautiful, it's a lifesaver, it's a really fun kind of a grab bag thing you can do. Love it to death. Okay. The thing about built bars, not only are they the best tasting, but they're healthy too. 17 to 18 grams of protein. Calories from 130 to 180. Only four to five grams of sugar and only four to five grams of net carbs. Amazing flavors, all tasty, and all healthy. So order today. Get the grasshopper. Get the raspberry. Get the dark chocolate. Get whatever. Built Bar is also the official protein bar of the U.S. Track and Field team. So go to built.com. Use promo code LOCK15. You'll get 15% off of your order. That's built.com. All right, everybody. We are here for our final segment of Locked On Tigers. Let's get into this pitching. Let's. I'm gonna save uh, Tyler Alexander for last. Okay. Jose Urania pitches the final two innings of this game. Um. Not great. Not great. Uh, Miguel Sano took him about 950 million feet. Um, Miguel Sano, man, just a just a pain in our side always. That dude, especially Joe Jimenez, but but just uh, an absolute absolute pain. Ta- seems to take us. And the thing is, like he doesn't hit. I guess he he doesn't hit cheap home runs against anyone. But like he really doesn't hit cheap home runs against us, dog. You know, like he he takes us deep. Um. So so Jose Urania. Here's the thing. Urania is and always will will be. A ground ball pitcher, and he actually was hitting a lot of his like low two seam, low sinker spots this game. Um, and and I, I, his approach is not bad. It really isn't, and we've seen stretches where it's worked out that way, and and it's worked out to where he he's been actually pretty effective. I mean, early in the year, up up until June. He was actually surprisingly okay, but when when you when you have that big of an issue missing bats, it's going to catch up with you eventually, and um, that seems to be what's what kind of happened there in the middle of the season. I I have liked him in this role of like I've I've said this a million times too, but I have liked him in this role of kind of piggybacking off. Off the starter or being kind of like a, a, a long reliever, um, so uh, you know saves the bullpen some some days. Beautiful. We are we are very soon to seeing the last game he will ever pitch in Old English D. So if you if you don't like him or the signing or whatever, you have that to look forward to. I guess um, two innings, three hits, two runs, one walk, and three strikeouts. It's honestly not a bad strikeout total for uh, for Jose Urania, but. Um, Let's get into the main event. The the man that I have continuously pushed aside, refused to do in-depth analysis on, refused to not not refuse to give credit. I have I have given him credit and and said when he has had good outings and said when he has had bad outings. Okay, I I, I have not been I have not insulted him per se, but I I have had a massive lack of coverage on Tyler Alexander. I I have held on to the belief that he has been just a filler. There is no reason to do any analysis on him because he's only going to go four innings and give up Two or three runs and keep you kind of in a game and just be a filler until we have a healthy rotation again. So why would I spend time on him? He deserves a lot more credit. And and yes, this game is is the the highlight of that and it is the reason that that I am that I'm coming forward with my with my mistake. Not mistake, but my just just my lack of coverage and my lack of, of roses given to him. Uh, but, but he deserves a lot more, not only for this game, but just for his last few weeks, to be honest, his, his whole month of September. He has been coming out of the bullpen every once in a while, if we can st- skip his day in the rotation. He's been coming out of the bullpen and giving a couple of innings. When we can't skip his day in the rotation, he's been going and giving us four to five innings and keeping us in ball games which is wildly important to a team and not only in in our situation but just in general the whole goal of the pitcher is literally to keep your your offense within reach and he has done that pretty much exclusively the entire last month month and a half he deserves a ton of credit and this game was was his his big show his, his big bang to end the season his his big his big I, I can't even think of a, a a word a noun his big I don't know you, you get what I'm saying Spotlight on him shows everybody why he deserves all this credit. Six innings, four hits, one run, one walk, six strikeouts, a career high, 15 swings and misses induced this game. It is, I would say, comfortably the best start of his career and easily his second best major league appearance of his career, only topped by his nine consecutive strikeouts, (laughs) If it wasn't for him literally tying an American League record, right? He would. Uh, this would be the best performance of his career. But Tyler Alexander is is a, a, he fascinates me, to be honest with you. Um, so I, I think he deserves a ton of credit. Everything was working today. It's the best I've ever seen his stuff, and it's the best I've ever seen his command. Sands the one pitch he he launched to the moon. He was he was phenomenal. He was absolutely phenomenal. The changeup was working really well. The fastball, while it's it's not a a great grade A fastball by any means, was uh w- was located with pinpoint accuracy. His breaking ball, his little slider slurve thingamajig, was great today. He was fantastic. And the Twins aren't very good. But this is more of a a thank you to his, just his entire second half, man. Really sent from August on. He's just, he's been so, he's been so important. And someone that I, I while well, I always realized the importance of having that kind of plug and, and play fifth starter that, that you didn't expect to be a starter. I feel like on this show at least, I, uh, I have not given him his proper flowers and his proper respect. So, so thank you, Tyler Alexander. Big ups on a great... On his ERA is sub four on the year now after today. He deserves a ton of credit. He's more than earned a spot on the roster next year. Will it be as a starter? Still absolutely not. But he's more than earned a, uh, a, a spot on this team next year to be a long relief lefty and a spot starter when needed when when inevitably we have some injuries we have to work around as well. So so big ups to Tyler Alexander. Way to end the season on a strong note and uh and and yeah. Thank you for uh for, for your services this year. Uh, I, I feel like I just disrespected him a little bit. That's all. Okay, before I send you guys on your way, I gotta talk to you about Locked On Bet. Betting on MLB baseball, the Tigers. Doesn't have to be a guessing game. If you listen to the new Locked On Bets podcast, hosted by your boy Q and handicapping expert Lee Sterling. A daily picks, flawed specials, wrong team favorite picks, and Lee Sterling's Lock of the Day. So follow the Locked On Bets podcast brought to you by BetOnline.ag, wherever you get your podcast. All right. That'll do it for me. Thank you guys for listening. Uh, did a great interview with 14th round pick. RJ Pettit today. Uh, that will air this off season. Not not like you know three months from now. This will air like within days of the season ending. Uh, like n- maybe even like a week from today. Somewhere around there. It will air next week. I I, I promise you that. Um, so yeah, that's to look forward to and hopefully we, uh, well I know we got some more interviews lined up for uh, for the off season. It'll be a fun one. Thank you guys for rocking with me this year. And uh, yeah, let's 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 head, let's end on a strong note. 80 wins, still in reach, baby. Peace and love. Going to therapy's dope, and I'll catch y'all tomorrow. Go Tigers!